incredibly excited to have you here today to join us for the 2020 Hindsight Show series uh, for the Startup Santa Show. Uh, today we'll be talking to Darla, and she's the founder of No Guilt Bakery. Has a phenomenal background and story, but as this is about the people in our lives, we'll be focusing on those who have had an impact and our lives and in our business as well as the impact we've been able to have on others and darla why don't you go ahead and take it away and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your your story well my name is darla markley um i am a retired registered nurse um i didn't choose retirement i ended up retiring for disability i contracted a an illness back in 2009 that um pretty much took me from being extremely type A and going 100 miles an hour in a lot of directions, working on my PhD, working three jobs, um, to being home and not having, uh, not really having a focus or a goal. After a few years, my, my husband, um, found out that he had type 2 diabetes, come from a background of, of healthcare and had taught diabetes education and thought I pretty much knew how to handle that. And um, he told me, no, I want to try this new diet thing, this keto thing. And at first I went to work to find the research to show him why he should not do that. And instead found out that I was, I was actually incorrect and the research supported what he wanted to do. So I kind of tagged along for the ride because I didn't want to cook two different ways and got huge benefits for myself. Only did I lose weight, which a lot of people do on keto, and that's great, but um, I had an improvement in my, mo my mobility because it actually reduced the inflammation in my body. And that prompted me to get very passionate and excited about it, started talking to other people and they're like, yeah, but there's no products, it's so hard. So started out as a little cottage kitchen and started making this stuff for friends and family and pretty soon their friends and family wanted some. So we outgrew the whole cottage kitchen thing and went commercial and I think that's where I think sort of the start of what you're talking about where people um, kind of had an influence is um, I actually met Maggie Leach from Catapult and she was wonderfully instrumental in sort of helping me navigate going from healthcare to how do you start a food business? <laughs> so I would say that she was probably the very first person that really sort of had an impact on me um, going forward and turning this into sort of a more of an official business versus uh, a hobby and, and just helping people around me. Wonderful. There's always those people in our journey that share with us uh, more than we ever thought they would be able to. I'd love to know um, how those individuals uh, beyond Maggie, right? So we've heard about how she has impacted you, but uh, it definitely talked a little bit about your husband there and how his journey and desire to change his eating habits has had such an impact on you and where you're headed. But going from a type A to, to more of a type B personality, that's a huge shift. Um, are there, were there supporters in that change transformation and what you were doing and that helped you uh, move through that mindset change? Um, well, of course, my husband was very, very instrumental in, um, in saying, uh, take a step back. I know you think you know what you know, but just 
look at the research. And he actually, I think one of the key things for me to sort of look at um, the benefits and not just the propaganda was when he made a comment to me about looking beyond um, the research that you're provided. In, in healthcare industry, you get a lot of free information and some of it, um, not to get too deep into that whole area, but some of it um, could seemingly, you could make the arg argument that there's a conflict of interest as to where the information is coming from. And when I sort of weeded out that information, I got down to the heart and soul of what the research was really showing and has shown for a while. So I would say that my husband, knowing my personality and knowing how to get me to um, sort of let go of everything that I had learned and get outside of my box and actually start looking and questioning, because that's something that I think is really key to if you really want to grow as a person, you have to learn to question everything. Even if at the end of the questioning, you, you stick with your original answer, that's great. But um, you have to learn to really question the whys. Why do I believe this way? Do I have a reason for why? Or am I just kind of steeped in my own dogma because I've always thought this or I was always taught this? Or, you know, what do I really believe about this? And I, I think that you know, in that regard, um, my husband, Andy, has been very instrumental in me sort of relearning and redefining who I am. And of course, too, um, he, he's been beside me through thick and thin. I mean, he went through, like I said, the whole sort of crash of my professional career. And I was, I was on a track. I thought I knew where I was going. And, you know, I was climbing up that ladder. And, and you know, when that all went away, um, I had to relearn who I was. I was very used to putting on the hat of this is who I am and being very comfortable in that skin. And then suddenly it was all gone and I didn't have all this alphabet soup behind my name to sort of introduce myself with and already have people kind of know what I was about. And so he was very, very instrumental for me. Um, also, and again, a catapult. Catapult has been huge for me, not just in a business aspect, but even in my own personal growth, the connections that I've made there. I met this wonderful lady named Melissa when we went through co-starters together. And she is a very, I guess, well, she's a unicorn. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it because she completely steps outside of the norms and isn't afraid to say, but what about the magic in life? What about who you are as a person, you know, and, and sort of making it okay to be a real person and not this epitome of what you think you're trying to invent yourself to be. And so meeting her and, and, and having that, that journey together um, was instrumental also. And I don't even know if she realizes what an impact she had on me to learn to be okay with just saying, hi, I'm Darla Markley. I didn't have to say, I'm Darla Markley, M-S-N-E-D-R-N, da, 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 you know, all these credentials. I didn't need that anymore. It was, a, it was enough to just be me. So I think that was very instrumental for me, was not having to have who I'm about be all about all of the education and all of the certifications and all of and all that. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I have respect for people that go after those, but um, I had sort of lost 
that ability to just be, it's enough to just be Darla Markley. <laughs> I think that's an important part of our journey is finding who we are in our own skin and, and being able to really be the person we're meant to be. Uh, it's really cool. I did not know that Melissa had an impact in your life and to hear that, uh, that part of your journey and how transformative it was for you through that relationship is powerful. I think the relationships that we build in our, our life are the ones that have the influence with us. And being able to foster those is a key part of, of engaging a community as a whole. You mentioned some of the resources, uh, Catapult and whatnot. Are there any ones you would recommend or that have made a major impact on what you're trying to achieve? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Co-starters for one. I mean, that class, uh, and many times to many people, I wish I had done it before I actually started the business because we, you know, we made some mistakes. They were good learning experiences, but we could have uh, streamlined our processes and maybe been a lot more efficient if we had done co-starters first and then started the business or you know when we were just in the very beginning stages um but that said i mean um the connections that we made there we're getting ready to and and, and this is just kind of breaking news we're we're getting ready in the next month to open up a retail shop moving to a, a new kitchen and we're doing it with two other catapulters um little companies so the salty cow uh kyle and dan uh, they're phenomenal phenomenal individuals and um you know I'm, i've kind of become kitchen mom because all these guys are all like young enough to be my kids but they're just really great inspirational and whenever you start cause it's all been through the same kind of grind trying to get something off the ground from nothing so when one starts to lag you know then they'll pump the other one up. The other one is Deborah from Baked Lakeland. There, she's coming with us as well. And same thing, she and I developed this rapport and um, we've, we've kind of decided that we were twins separated at birth, except that for some reason I was born a lot, um, many years sooner than her. But anyway, we just, we just have such a similar mindset and approach. And um, so having other entrepreneurs, and, and I could, the list is really long because uh, Wendy from the Crazy Kombucha, they're great people, very supportive. Um, Mitchell's, uh, Michelle from Mitchell's, she was another one that, that was very giving of her time to say, okay, well, when you're doing a food business, these are some of the things that we've learned along the way. Benjamin Vickers um, from Honeycomb Bread Bakers, uh, he uh, reached out to me and said, I understand you have some bread and people are saying it's really good. You know, maybe we can our shop and see if we can make some connections. Now my bread is in some restaurants in town. So it's just sort of the connections also. So it wasn't even just the classes and the education, which are phenomenal, um, but the connections that you can make with other people that know what it's like day in day out getting up going oh my gosh i don't know if i can do this and realizing that you can that you just grab those boost bootstraps and just take one more step um so yeah in that regard catapult and then you yourself robert i mean i have learned so much from you um, and you know you make yourself available to us to be able to come in and say you know what about this you know it something that's really scary 
entrepreneur is trying to figure out where do you price your products? You know, you don't want to run yourself out of business, but at the same time, you don't want to be gouging your, your customers because that, you know, they're, they're the people you're doing this for. Um, and just having someone, you know, resources, people like you that have been down that road and can see kind of objectively where sometimes when you're in the middle of the middle of the swamp, you, you know, you can't see the alligators because you're busy dodging frogs, you know? Um, so yeah, just having people that with experience that you can connect with and know that you can, you know, email and say, Hey, you got five minutes. I can just pick your brain. And, um, so yeah, those connections have just been, I mean, I, they're just irreplaceable. They so valuable. Community is a key part of what you're doing. Uh, you, a lot of people, when they start out as an entrepreneur, they feel that it is a solo journey and they are it. Um, but the, the core truth of it is, is that we do nothing alone. And it is absolutely the community that is around us that helps support us and helps us grow. Thinking back to when you got started, is there anything you wish you knew before you got started that you know now? That I had known um, a little bit better how to ask the right questions. Business can be tricky. Um, and one of, when I say that, an example of that is um, navigating the Department of Agriculture. And um, there's also a hotel and restaurant. So um, in the beginning, I didn't know even which one I fell under. I assumed it was going to be something like restaurant and retail. Well, it turned out that's not so. It's Department of Agriculture. Um, and trying to navigate and understand from their perspective what I because, you know, you, they have like this list of things you look down and you're like, well, I think I sort of do that. Oh, but maybe I do that. And um, so I, I wish that I had had those connections during that time because um, there, there have been some mistakes that have been made along the way just because I didn't understand terminology. I mean, I come from healthcare background. I don't come from food business background. Um, my parents owned a restaurant, but, and I worked in the restaurant, but that's not quite the same as being the owner of the restaurant and navigating all those things that are just sort of happen. And then you show up for work and you get your paycheck. <laughs> so yes, um, I, I wish in the very beginning I had known the right people to contact with the right questions because um, I got a lot of different answers and they were uh, many times different answers depending on who I asked. So you say the right people. Can you talk a little bit about how you found them and, and what that, that I, I guess how you, the journey that you had to go through in order to be able to discover those individuals. It sounds like you've talked to a lot of people, you've got a lot of opinions, but it took you a little bit of experimenting and actual action to figure out who was telling you things that actually had an impact on what you were doing and who were just giving you their, you their opinion. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you, when you started having that, that clarity and, and who those individuals were so that maybe others can reach out to them as well? Well, first of all, um, I think one of the first things where I encountered that was in getting my business license. Our corporate address, it, because it started out as a cottage kitchen, is so our address of record is our home, which is in Winter Haven. 
we do most of our selling in Lakeland and our business, our kitchen, all that is all in Lakeland. Well, um, because I called Winter Haven, they're like, sure, yeah, you need a business, you know, you need your business license in Winter Haven. So I went and got one and then tripped up later because I was asked for my Lakeland business license. And I said, no, no, I have, I have a business license. It's from Winter Haven because that's where my address of record is. And they're like, no, you may have an address of record there, but you're not actually doing business in Winter Haven. You're doing it in Lakeland. So had I realized that, um, I think in the beginning, if I had found somebody um, in Lakeland and talked to them and said, you know, in reverse, instead of starting with Winter Haven, because it turns out that they'll let you have a business license where to buy one, and they're not going to necessarily discourage you from doing that, even though it's not needful. So I think part of, if I could tell anybody is, don't just start with the very first answer you get, you know, question that, go beyond the very first answer and ask other people and ideally find somebody that you can find that is doing something similar to what you're doing and ask them their experience and who they contacted in as far as government agencies and whatnot, because that, that's what sort of led me down the path to finding, and again, it was Michelle at Mitchell's. Um, that said, oh, you know, I, that just doesn't quite sound right to me. So here's a contact um, that I've talked to that, that could probably clarify that for you. And so again, too, I mean, even just having conversations with people because you just, you don't know who knows what necessarily. And so if you talk to other people that are doing something similar to what you're doing, they may have bits and pieces and at least be able to point you in the right direction. Uh, another example is getting this this whole um, new space going. We had no idea. We went from catapult where, you know, you go in, the kitchen's all ready to go. You do your little food perm. The, you know, Maggie gives you a thing that says where the water goes comes from and where the water goes, and you're, like, good to go. Well, when you're doing it yourself, um, there's there's more pieces that come together, and Christina at Catapult and Maggie were, were very instrumental in sort of directing us. They got in contact with the City of Lake Road uh, folks so that we could actually speak to them directly. They came, they were very nice, came to our space, looked at it, said, this is what you need. So we were doing a lot of stumbling around until we made that connection. So um, I, I think that's really a key piece is to not just um, take the very first answer you get, but sort of cross verify. It's, it's kind of just like research when I was in healthcare, you know, you never just take your, you do an experiment, boom, that's not necessarily the answer because you have to try it in other environments to see if your results are consistent. So I guess it's the same principle is what I'm saying is that don't just take the very first answer if they say yes, but code fire marshal, whatever, if they start mentioning these other pieces, call those places too and get their perspective on how it all comes together. Um, and it'll save you a lot of, a lot of headache. <laughs> I, I love it. I think there's a lot there in a world of Google, the uh, opportunity to just take the information on the first page is, is what we've gotten used to. Just taking a step and really looking at where all the different pieces are 
and engaging all of them and asking those questions that are relevant to what you're trying to achieve is an incredibly important part of anything you're starting out, anything you want to do, any type of startup or uh, venture. Uh, it's very insightful. And thank you for that. I really appreciate the the intuition you've gained from going out there and doing this and, and feeling the pain of what it takes to bring something into the world. Um, are there any particular skills that you have or uh, have been of a, an advantage to you that you, when you're going through these, it sounds like your background is an RN and being able to apply some of that research background and knowledge. Um, but are there any ones that stick out to uh, from what you've done in the past and the, that you've been able to bring to bear in this going forward? Um, well, I'm in a very niche market, um, so uh, my background, um, I think, in some ways makes me uniquely qualified to speak um, from a place of being an expert. Uh, sometimes when you start a new venture, it takes time for you to sort of gain respectability and credibility. And um, I think my background in healthcare and the fact that I was an educator, um, because I, I, I actually am, I have, I hold two master's degree. One is in nurse, one is in education, and I've been an educator also. I taught college courses. So um, I think the fact that I, I have that background, when I speak to people, um, they they don't question it as much and i'm not saying that they shouldn't question because i'm 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 all for you know question everything i said go look up for yourself do your own research and then come to your own conclusion but it has helped me with the credibility portion of people going oh you really do know and um, one of my particular loves in coming up through healthcare and education is i have a great love for chemistry and um, people have asked me, you know, what is this sorcery, this wizardry that you do with these ingredients that shouldn't taste good together and make it actually where people can enjoy it, even if you don't eat low carb, um, you know, people enjoy eating the product. And it, it comes down to understanding the chemistry of if I add heat at a certain level and, and certain temperatures, what does it do to that ingredient fundamentally, what bonds are broken, what, what are combined. So I, that also gives me an edge for sort of other people that are trying to do it. Um, I, I think that also lends itself to what I'm doing is being able to sort of take leaps and make um, connections in how to make food be different than what it is. Uh, it's almost like an alchemy of sorts. Um, but it's its basis is in chemistry, and, and I love that. So I'll try not to get too far off down that path because I do tend to geek out on the science a little bit, and I try not to bore people with that. But um, it is a big part of it. Absolutely. I think you'll really uh, need to stop by uh, <clears throat> for one of the co-starters. We have an individual who's going through this cohort who has a material science background. He's applying that mm. to food. I think you would have some very interesting conversations. Oh, definitely. Um, can you tell me where people can find you? Are, are you on Facebook? Are you on LinkedIn? Where is the, 
the opportune way to get in front of you to ask you some of these questions? Um, well, we, we have, of course, Facebook presence. We have Instagram. Um, we have Twitter, although I'll be honest in saying that the social media portion, I've sort of thrown that over in my husband's lap because he's, he's, a, he's a tech guy. <laughs> and he just does a little better at it. I, I take pictures. He, he makes them pretty and puts them on, into ads and all that fun stuff. Um, but you can you can contact us through Facebook page. You can also go to our website, guiltbaking.com, a, a message system where you can send us messages or, um, you know, if you just want to buy product. We're also in person at the Lakeland Farmers Market every Saturday. And currently we're still doing the Celebration Farmers Market up in Celebration. Um, and we do various pop-ups. Um, we have a lot of fun with that. We're, we are going to do First Friday this, this upcoming one for the Mardi Gras. And they have some fun ones, the Sugar Buzz and Foodie Fest. We do those sorts of things. Um, Grove Roots Brewery, Brewing Company uh, in Winter Haven, we do that one every other time that they host it. There is another um, keto, low-carb uh, bakery that, that prefers not to be there when we're there so we take turns um but they can they can also find us there wonderful that's incredibly exciting i think the last question i have for you is what is the most common reason you see people fail or give up um i think sometimes people just get discouraged when things get hard and um it can be overwhelming like i said the sort of the knowledge the learning curve um, especially when you're doing something that isn't been your career or up your alley. It'd be one thing if I was starting a, a health coaching business, you know, I probably wouldn't have had such a huge learning curve as going into a food business. Uh, and I think that where people really stumble is, is it is going to be hard. You are going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down and scrape your knees. The key, though, if you want to be successful, is you just have to get back up, brush the dust off, and take another step. That's all it takes is one more step. You don't have to make it to the goal line, you know, as soon as you stand up with the scraped knees. You just have to stand up and take another step. Um, and and I've, I've sort of learned that along the way. There, there, I'd be a liar if I said there weren't times when I thought, oh, this is just, this is too much. I just, what was I thinking? Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But then, you know, some, something will happen. Somebody will come up and say, oh my gosh, I'm so happy I found you. you you're just a lifesaver. Now I can have, you know, this, that, or the other. And, um, and then I realized, no, it is meaningful. I just need to brush my knees off and just take another step. Wonderful. I, I think it's incredibly, uh, in some incredible pieces of wisdom. And, and uh, your journey has been one that's very inspiring for me. And I think for everyone who hears it, I thank you so much uh, for joining me today for this podcast. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Startup Santa Show, part of our 2020 Hindsight series, where we've been talking to entrepreneurs and those who have pursued their passion. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show today. We truly appreciate your support and hope you stay safe in these crazy times around the world. 